It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Reds fans? My name is Jeff Carr, and you are Locked On Reds. And here we go. What is up, Reds fans? Welcome into the Locked On Reds podcast. Happy Thursday, and what a happiness it is. The Reds with a one of those momentum-building wins on Wednesday night. They take down the Chicago Cubs 6-5 to five in walk-off fashion. Yasiel Puig with the game-winning RBI hit off of the center field wall, scoring Michael Lorenzen, who had just come into the game to pinch run for Joey Votto. I'm going to talk a lot more about that game here in just a moment and also want to get to a Throwback Thursday item. But before we get to that, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, and Himalaya. And also check us out on social media at Locked On Reds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs. And then head on over to LockedOnReds.com for even more content. Also, check out the Locked On Reds line. If you have not already added that into your phone, do that right now. It's 513-549-0159. Got a couple of messages in there about tonight's win, or about last night's win. And uh, going to get to those on a later episode. But definitely check those things out. So... Wednesday night, just a fantastic night to be at the ballpark. I got a little bit of a thing in my voice going on right now because I was hollering and screaming for our guys, especially trying to uh, outdo the numerous amount of Cubs fans there. As I tweeted out, we sat down third baseline for the first few innings, and you could be excused if you thought for a second you were at Wrigley Field with all of the Chicago Cubs fans around you. There were quite a few, and they went home sad. It was a great night as... For much of the game, the Reds were stymied on offense. Now, they did end up with 12 hits as a team, but it really felt like those were scattered much throughout the game. In fact, you Darvish left the game reasonably unscathed. And also, to go with those 12 hits, the Reds managed to strike out 14 times. That's 14 just a very hot and cold night at the plate for the Reds because when it counted, they came up with the big hits. You know, you had the huge two-run home run by A. Eugenio Suarez there in the bottom of the eighth, which tied the game at five. And just the inning before, you had Jose Iglesias with a solo shot to center field that was an absolute bomb. And then, of course, the clutch hitting in the 10th inning when it came to, you know, Joey drew a walk, a one-out walk after Nick Senzel was out. And then 
A. Eugenio Suarez came up in the clutch again, this time with a double down the line. And actually, it was one of those things where you almost saw a flashback from when they tried to send Jesse Winker earlier in the game, back in the sixth, I was, I believe it was. And he got thrown out so bad at home plate. They had a throw, and they had Joey Votto dead to rights at third base. But David Bodie, the third baseman for the Cubs was unable to hold on to the ball, so Votto slid in safe. Then they proceeded to intentionally walk Jesse Winker, and boom, we have Yasiel Puig with the game-winning RBI. Just a heck of a way to end the game because this was one of those games that you would have, you know, you would have just added on to the absolute pile of one-run losses that the Reds have had to this point because it was just quintessential of what they've endured with a lot of their one-run losses where they've had opportunities and they just couldn't quite put the necessary hits together. But they flipped that on its head and starting in the seventh inning, they got the hits that they needed. And they were able to pull out a win. Amir Garrett got the win for the Reds as he came in to get one out in the top of the 10th. As Rysel Iglesias, he pitched the ninth, pitched a nice ninth, and then in the 10th inning got into a spot of trouble with runners on first and second and was able, or first and third, uh, excuse me. And then Garrett came in. And he was going to pitch to the lefty Kyle Schwarber, who had homered a few innings earlier. Kyle Schwarber, by the way, I don't know if you know this or not, he's from Middletown, Ohio, just in case you didn't know that. But they pinch hit Schwarber for the right-hander Wilson Contreras, and then Wilson Contreras tried to drop down a bunt, tried to get one past him, and Amir Garrett and all of his athleticism was able to get to the ball, barehanded to first, and Joey dug it out of the dirt to save the run and save the game, really, because that set up the offense. All they had to do was score one run, and that was fantastic. Just the kind of night where it felt like everything could have gone wrong, and instead it went right. The Reds have not had many of those nights this season as of yet, but as everyone, including myself, has been saying, these one-run losses are all sort of a fluke and maybe something that's going to right the ship and it it kind of falls to luck really and luck tends to change maybe tonight is the start of that we're going to talk more about that here in just a moment but i want to remind you about the wonderful locked on mlb podcast sully baseball hosts the league-wide locked on podcast that takes a look at every single thing that's going on in major league baseball He does it each and every morning, you know, 15 to 20 minute, you know, sample size, kind of like this podcast. And you can find it on all major podcasting platforms with which the Locked On Reds podcast comes on. That's Sully Baseball and Locked On MLB. Check it out today. It's well worth your time. You're listening to the Locked On Reds podcast here on this Throwback Thursday. I will have a Throwback Thursday segment in just a moment, but I did want to finish up talking about Wednesday night's game, kind of looking real quick at the pitching performances. Sonny Gray had a little bit of a tough night. It wasn't something where he just seemed off. It was a night where he had to really work 
to get his outs. He did manage seven strikeouts on the night, but he did allow five hits. He did uh, keep runners off the base via the walk. There were no walks, but he did give up two long balls. And one of them was uh, to Addison Russell. And I won't get too much into the whole scenario, but behind Addison Russell, I will say to go check that out. If you haven't seen that, Addison Russell was involved in uh, this sort of domestic violence case over the off season. It was kind of a sticky situation. There was a lot of Cubs fans that were actually clamoring for his release from the team so that they could just move past it. The Cubs decided to keep him, and they're back to playing him. And uh, you can definitely check out more about that. I I definitely think it's a little bit of a sleazy thing. And it was it was a real bummer that he ended up being the guy to hit two hit a two run home run off of Sonny Gray in the second inning. And it just it, it was not cool. I I did tweet about that. You know, a lot of people. Really happy for him, and I, I don't I don't know why, but anyway, I won't get into all that. And in other pitching performances for the Reds, you did have Jared Hughes giving up a run in just a third of an inning pitched. Wandy Peralta pitched a clean two thirds of an inning. David Hernandez came in and gave up a home run. That was the home run to Kyle Schwarber, and then. Rysel Iglesias pitched a clean inning in two-thirds, and Amir Garrett with his one-third of an inning. And, and really, where we get the idea that pitcher records are sort of useless when it comes to describing the value of a pitcher, this is pretty self-evident. Amir Garrett got the win in his statistics. You know, it shows that he's 3-1. and one. But he got the win. He pitched one out. It just so happened he was the last guy to pitch. If Rysel Iglesias somehow got that out, then he would have gotten the win. And it's just, it's it's silly the way that that works. But hey, you know, kudos to him getting that win <laughs> after getting the one out. And of course, Reds pitching as a whole combined for 11 strikeouts. So those of us, myself included, that were at the ballgame get some free pizza at La Rosa's. But I do have a quick Throwback Thursday segment before we wrap up on Thursday's podcast. Something that I thought about the other day, and it was a tweet by Wick Terrell. He kind of had like a, you know, a list of things that he would like to see happen. And I added on there, I'm just like, I'd love to see a Reds pitcher pitch a complete game because it seems like it hasn't happened that often. I'm like, I wonder if I'm just overgeneralizing here. Turns out I'm not. Over the last two years, the Reds have had three total complete games. And if you can name all three pitchers, well, this isn't live and I'm about to name them for you here, so you're not going to get anything. But there was only one last year and there was two in 2017. The only one last year was Homer Bailey. Came in an eight-inning start because they were on the road and they did not need to pitch the bottom of the ninth. So he got the complete game, but they ended up losing in that complete game effort for him. They lost three to one that day. And then there were two starts in 2017 that went the distance. They came not all that far apart. 
There was May 7th, which was the last time a Reds pitcher tossed a complete game shutout. And obviously, they won. It was May 7th of 2017. Scott Feldman pitched a complete game shutout for the Reds on that day. And then there was another complete game. It was a few weeks after that. Well, not a few weeks. It was one week after that on May 13th. A complete game effort, and the Reds ended up losing anyway. But on May 13th of 2017, Luis Alberto Bonilla with a complete game. That's right. The last three complete games in the last two seasons, well, two and change now, counting the some-odd games we've had this year, have been Homer Bailey, Scott Feldman, and... As our good buddy Chad Dotson over at Red Leg Nation would say, Lisalberto Bonilla. And unfortunately, two of them were losses. So that's just, that's total reds right there. The two of the last three complete games ended up being losses for the reds. Just something funny to see. I don't know if we'll see it this year because with the analytical inclination of David Bell, analytics state that or not state, they're, they're not like talking to you, but they say, based on the numbers, that a starting pitcher is much worse against the opposing lineup the third time through. So that is why you see the quick hook. I know that that's been a huge topic when it comes to David Bell and the managing of his bullpen and his starters. You know, today it even came up after Sonny Gray got through the fifth inning He didn't even get run out for any batters in the sixth. It was, nope, he's out of there. We're going to the bullpen to start the sixth, and we're just going to say, you know, your night's over. Because for the pitch count, it wasn't like he threw a ton. You know, looking at the numbers for Sonny Gray, he threw 88 pitches on five innings. And, you know, based on the pitch count, you probably could have argued for another inning. But like I said, with analytics, it said third time through the order is the toughest for the pitcher. And he had already labored to that point. Now, kudos he kudos to Sonny Gray as he held Javier Baez hitless. And really, Javier Baez, had the game not gone to extras, would have lost his hitting streak as he got the golden sombrero Reds pitcher striking him out in his first four at-bats, but it was the fifth at-bat in the top of the 10th inning that he managed to get a single and extend his hitting streak to 13 games. That's lucky number 13. We'll see if the Reds can hold him hitless in today's game. That'll do it for the Thursday edition of the Lockdown Reds podcast tomorrow. Make sure you have your dial set to Locked On Reds. Make sure you've got your subscriptions ready. You're up to date. You've not been timed out because you haven't listened to them in a while, something like that. I'm going to be talking to Bronson Arroyo, and I'm almost certain it's going to be a blast. I'm very much looking forward to it. We'll have him on for Phone It In Friday. Going to be my first time having a player on the podcast, and I am so very excited. I hope you are too. Thank you so much for downloading and listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. This is your only daily podcast for the Cincinnati Reds, Monday through Friday. Make sure you subscribe on all major podcasting platforms and then check us out on social media at Locked On Reds and at Jeff Carr with three Fs. 
and then head on over to LockedOnReds.com for even more content. That'll do it for today's episode. My name is Jeff Carr. This is Locked On Reds, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 